0: Welcome to The Fathers Speak, a production of the Orthodox West. Each day, Father John Finton reads a selection fitted to the Western liturgical calendar from one of the Fathers of the Church. Today we commemorate the holy martyr Edmund. Let us do so by listening to a portion of a homily by our Father among the Saints, Gregory the Great. Because our Lord and Redeemer came into the world as a new kind of human, he made new precepts known to the world. To our old way of life, which was nurtured in vice, he offered the contrast of his new way. What did the old man, the unspiritual person, know except to hold on to what was his, to seize what belonged to another if he could, and to covet if he couldn't? but our heavenly physician brought medicines to meet every single vice. The art of medicine cures fevers with cold compresses and chills by the application of heat. Similarly, our Lord sets his preaching in opposition to our sins. He prescribed self-restraint to the intemperate, generosity to the stingy, gentleness to the irritable, and humility to the exalted. When he was announcing new commandments to his followers, he told them, Whoever of you does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. He meant, You who are coveting what belongs to someone else through your old way of life, be generous, even with what is your own, through your zeal for the new way. But let us listen to what he says in the present reading. The person who wants to come after me must deny himself. He says that we must deny ourselves. It may not be difficult for a person to abandon his possessions, but it is very difficult for him to abandon himself. Renouncing what one has is not so much, but renouncing what one is amounts to a great deal. The Lord commands those of us who are coming to him to deny ourselves because we who are coming to the public contest of the faith are taking up a struggle against evil spirits. Evil spirits possess nothing of their own in this world. We who are naked have to struggle with other naked beings. If someone who is clothed begins to struggle with one who is naked, he is quickly thrown to the ground since there is something by which he can be held. What are all earthly things except a kind of covering for the body? So let anyone who is preparing for a contest with the devil cast aside this clothing, so that he will not be overcome. He should possess nothing in this world by his love for it. He should not seek the pleasures of things that are passing away, lest the desires with which he is clothed be grasped, and bring about his downfall. But it is not enough for us to abandon our possessions if we do not abandon ourselves as well. What does it mean to abandon ourselves? If we abandon ourselves, where shall we go outside of ourselves? And who is it who departs if a person has forsaken himself? But we are one thing when we have fallen to sin, and another in the nature with which we were created. What we did is one thing, what we have become is another. Let us abandon the selves we have made by sinning, and let us continue to be the selves we have become by grace. You see a person who is proud. If he has turned to Christ, he has become humble. He has abandoned himself. If a person of unrestrained desires has changed to a life of self-restraint, he has certainly denied what he was. If a miser, one who previously seized what belonged to others, has ceased to go around looking for gain and learned to be generous with what belongs to him, beyond any doubt, he has abandoned himself. He is the person who was created to be, not the one he is through wickedness. That is why it is written, Change the wicked, and they will be no more. The wicked who have been changed will be no more, not because they will altogether cease to exist in their essential being. They will cease to exist in their guilty state of ungodliness. We abandon ourselves, we deny ourselves when we escape what we were in our old state and strive toward what we are called to be in our new one